Hello and welcome to another episode in the experience series where I introduce you to an incredible woman in my world, find out a bit about her, what she does, all of the amazing things she has to offer and give you the chance to find out from her some insights around what it's like to work with me. So hello and welcome Scarlett to the podcast. Hello, thanks for having me. (laughs) You're welcome, thanks for being here. Well let's just start with tell everyone a bit about who you are and what you do. Okay, um, I'm Scarlett. I'm a menstrual cycle coach and therapist. Um, I'm an NLP master practitioner and hypnotherapist, and I'm trained in trauma support and somatic healing work. Um, I work with women to heal menstrual cycle issues and symptoms and disorders, such as PMS, um, PMDD, heavy bleeding, painful periods, irregular cycles, anything to do with menstrual cycle. Oh, I love it. Okay. Um, well, everyone listening to this, this is definitely going to have sparked some interest. So how or why did this become what you do now? What was your journey that led you here? Well, as um, I think with most people who work in the health and well-being industry, um, there's personal experience. For me, it was PM. MDD. Um, so from when I first started my periods, um, excruciating pain, and um, you know I missed a lot of. There's a lot of things you miss out on in life, um, and a lot of mental health issues that are related to that. Um, so that is that's the reason why I I, I went into this sort of line of work. Um, as women, we have over 400 menstrual cycles um, from our first bleed to menopause. And if those, if you've got um, a problem or an issue or a symptom with those, that is a lot of your life to spend suffering. So I uh, healed my own PMDD and because of that wanted to help other women. And do you feel like that did change your quality of life and your mental health? Oh, massively. Yeah. Yeah. It massively affects and life. So are, um, currently in the UK, there's 824,000 women who suffer with PMDD. And I love those. Um, nearly half of them will experience extreme mental health issues. Um, and I think that you miss out on so much of your life um, with PMDD and and other obviously menstrual issues. Um, my own experience obviously is PMDD. So um, your cycle is obviously it's all the time. It's not just your period. So there there's four weeks um, or four phases rather of the cycle. And if one of those is your actual bleed and that's excruciatingly painful, and then the other um, and the other phase is the luteal phase, which is where PMDD and, and PMS really show up. If those two weeks are mentally exhausting, then for every one cycle, you've only got one week where you feel like yourself. Mm. So in a year, that's we have 13 cycles a year. So that makes it only 13 weeks of every year where you actually feel normal or like yourself yeah that's crazy isn't it 
it, it's such it and and from that it it impacts your life massively but then only having 13 weeks of the year where you actually feel like yourself there isn't much you can achieve in terms of dreams and goals and you know where in 13 weeks mm. so yeah and yeah. where did how did or how did the trauma work the somatic work the NLP come into it where did that come in in terms of your experience but also then in how you help your clients oh well before um NLP I um I'd obviously I'd learned to track my cycle I immersed myself in everything anything and everything menstrual cycle related uh find out um, what was going on with my body because we're not taught this at school you know um, there's so much of our everything in our life is undermined by your menstrual cycle your physical health your mental health and your spiritual well-being and I had a significant amount of um, relief from learning about my cycle and tracking my cycle because that enables you to practice self-compassion you know when you're going to be feeling a certain way and you know and you can start to align your life to that um but it wasn't until I found NLP and working with the subconscious um that I was able to really go deep into my underlying beliefs of about the menstrual cycle so not not many of us have the a good experience of our first bleed, you know. Um, not many of us grow up surrounded by women who celebrate their period or their monthly cycle or, you know, um, our period for the first time, you know, not many of us are, are you know, it's we're not thrown a party, you know. It's more the case of welcome to the club, here's some pads or some tampons, you know, and, and you keep quiet and carry on. Mm. Um, so in finding NLP, I was able to sort of to beliefs um, that I'd got subconsciously, of course, none of us are consciously aware of these things. Um, and using the NLP and hippie, I to change those limiting beliefs and rewire my subconscious mind and release any negative emotions attached to because of course on top of that you've got your own personal experience mm. um which creates a lot um trauma and which is where the um somatic work comes in because we can release negative emotions subconsciously the body cause the the effects of those traumatic experiences so we need to work those through as well using somatic tools such as um, breath work and uh, tapping. Um, so, yeah, with my clients, I sort of weave the neuroscience element with the spiritual side of things. Mm. Yeah, I was going to mention that because I think would you say actually even just from listening to you and obviously I know what you do and the work that you do but when you work with your clients it's it's not actually the majority of the time about the cycle it's about all of the impacts it has on their life their mental health their body the stress the trauma so w when people work with you and then this is 
looked at and they have that support, I I mean, would you say that they leave you with way more than a happier cycle? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, because like I say, um, your cycle underpins every aspect of your life as a woman, your day-to-day life, your experiences, then having having a, a for instance I have a pain-free period now completely um and I can work with my cycle in the sense that um I can plan certain things for certain times you know when when it's best like e- even just this podcast interview like I'm I'm just coming out of my ovulation phase which is the best time to do any kind of talking like if this was um two weeks ago this is not the you know my use of language wouldn't be as sort of acute and uh, as it is now Mm. so you you leave with skills and like tools for dealing with these things and and your whole experience of life is well it's more like it puts you back in the driving seat like you then get to Obviously, we can't control life and life experiences, but how you respond to those things, Mm. you are able to do that from a place of ease as opposed to this stress response that you've constantly got going on. Mm. I love this. And I think that, and this is why I have these conversations in this way, because it's a real opportunity for the listener to learn more about you and what you do and your passions and your experiences and your qualifications. But something that I do really want to touch on, because I think actually for this topic and for the listeners, this will be a really important, maybe just a light bulb moment. Are there any common misconceptions or myths around women's menstrual cycles that you would like to share with the listener so that they just have a bit more clarity or maybe some insight from a professional and an expert and also someone that's been through it so that if they are maybe like you said tolerating things they shouldn't or thinking that certain things are normal when they're not or dismissing um, a cycle for any reason is there any any misconception or myth or things like that that you think actually would be really really useful for someone to either hear this for themselves or be able to pass it on to someone in their network or loved ones for sure um the first one that springs to mind is the narrative that periods are painful or or rather that they are meant to be um period pain when you go to the doctors is very easily written off by the doctor um as just part and parcel of being a woman um it's just part of the cycle um and if it's really bad you can take contraception like to to prevent it um periods aren't meant to be painful okay this is this is a natural thing that we are intricately designed for this to happen every month and it gets quite spiritual, but mother nature wouldn't, we wouldn't have been designed with this sort of this intrinsic painful alarm system. Um, And, and if it is painful, it is in a way an alarm 
to notify you that there is something going on. Um, now, that doesn't mean that there's something sort of um, wrong with your um, cycle, um, as most women obviously experience painful periods. But I have found through my work that your beliefs about what being a woman means will be your period cycle will show you that you have potentially got that wrong like being a woman um is it, it the narrative that we are that we're fed um, from such a young age um through our our own through our, our mums our, our grandmothers um and through society is that it's hard work being a woman and that it's hard because of this and although it's hard we shouldn't be talking about it um for our, for our mother's generation and our grandmothers, talking about the menstrual cycle was massively taboo, you know, um, and all of this creates shame. And this shame is passed down and passed down and passed down. And you yourself experience it when you have your first bleed, um, like I say, without the, the sort of celebratory party and the, you know, the negative aspects that come with it. So... <clears throat> sorry that shame is then that's what that period pain is it's um it's your body's way of and and the more you ignore it the louder it will sort of it'll shout so how excruciating your period pain is means that there's that you know there's quite a lot to uh, unpack and that in itself isn't it isn't that difficult to do with a, a trained um, professional. Um, I mean, it can take it can take a while if you're doing it yourself um, and trying to become consciously aware of those stories. But if when working with um, a, a professional, then it, it can be sort of it, it's very it can be cleared up in like three sessions. Um, we can there's a lot of whilst because it's different for every woman the reason each woman has period pain the reason for that is different for every woman um but a lot of the time the the, the most common um belief that we've got is that having a period is an inconvenience mm. now having a period is is um it's not an inconvenience it's the way society's been set up that it doesn't align with us i mean the the nine till five is literally set up for the male hormone cycle which peaks at 9 a.m and by five o'clock you know that they're sort of and their cycle repeats every 24 hours whereas ours uh, the, the female hormone cycle takes 24 to 28 days yeah. so we're not set up that the society that we're living in isn't set up for women to um well it's just not set up for women um and <laughs> <laughs> at all um and and obviously that's something that does need changing and i think one of the reasons i get quite passionate about it is because if we all if we were all aware of this like we're such a big part of the workforce women and if we were all aware of this then i perhaps we could force some sort of change you know um and something that um another misconception is that um 
that you don't need to have your bleed, that you can go on hormonal contraception and that you can, that, that it's not needed, you know, um, and your, your actual bleed, um, whilst that's only one part of the cycle, having that bleed is such um, a release from your body, not just of, of obviously the bleed, but of all of the, the tensions, the stress, um, all of your experiences in that previous cycle. It's almost like um, after a baby's had dinner, we will, you know, and they've got all messy, especially in that weaning phase where they, they've got spaghetti in the hair and everything. Like, we wouldn't leave them like that. Like, so we, we would, you know, we would clean them, we would wash them. And that's the way in which the menstrual cycle, it sort of washes us of those things, of all of those, because um, life's stressful, you know, especially if you're a mom, you're at work, you know, you've got caring responsibilities. There's so many stresses in our day-to-day -day life. When we have our, our bleed, it, it, literally sort of sets us like back to being sort of like it puts you at a base level again and if you push through that by continuing trying to continue your normal life that'll just keep building and building and building and analogy you know, we, we yeah yeah because you're right aren't you you no one would not wash themselves or a child and you're so right and actually I even remember when I was younger and you were going on holiday and you were due on you would just carry on taking the pill so you didn't have a period yeah and it was just mm -hmm. like no worries just don't just miss it that month just skip it that month and then you go back and then you know, yeah it's so funny how it does you're right we see it as an inconvenience this act this natural part of our body's way of powerful cleansing we just skip it or ignore it or what what about if someone doesn't have a physical bleed whether that's due to um perimenopause menopause hysterectomy um any type of you know hormone deficiency that they're looking at or you know so many health conditions what what would be would their cycle still run in that in the same hormonal way or are there any changes well for um perimenopause and menopause is um i've not been through that yet so that isn't um an area of um that I, i'd like to teach on or um i have um contacts that are, that have been through that and um I, I know personally um a couple of menopause coaches so um definitely reach out to if that's the issue perimenopause or menopause reach out to a um, menopause coach um like because that's that that's not something that i i've experienced yet um although i will say like I, that there's no dread there you know as part of this work that's when you work with your cycle each part of the phase when you then get to menopause you know obviously that's got its own narratives um that but I'm quite um I'm at peace with that I know that my menopause is going to be whatever the whatever teachings and learnings that I need by then then my menopause will show me and that will be the work that I need to do then um in terms of having irregular cycles um and Hormones. Hormones are um, obviously at the very 
scientifically at the very basis of this entire, you know, how they've mapped out how this happens. So um, hormone imbalances um, are quite common now, to be fair. Um, and there are a lot of things that you can do it just in your normal life. I mean, obviously, nutrition is very important doesn't mean that you've got to be in set meals in set phases but there are you know particular foods that do help with um, estrogen detoxification and supporting your liver um so if you've got high or low estrogen um that would be something to look at and also um something that's not talked about is the effect of sounds random but cleaning products so around the house um, that a lot of cleaning products that we use ha have got um, very high levels of um, endocrine disrupting um, synthetic chemicals and they will mess with your hormones, you know, like a flash spray, you know, just to wipe the kitchen down. You're going to be breathing that in. So um, I always advocate for sort of non-toxic and um, natural cleaning things when you can. Um, also with candles, if you're burning a load of Yankee candles around the house, that again can actually affect your hormones and then that'll show up in your cycle normally with a, an irregular bleed. Um, yeah, most of the time... Actually, the candles, but it's, it's not... You're right, it's not spoken about. The only reason I know about the candles is um, one of my friends switched candles, but it is hard to know, isn't it? Like, that's why I wanted to ask that question because so, so many of us do have household products or household items, um, and we would have no real understanding of the impact that it has, but consuming it every day or even every week. Yeah. I can't believe it can have such an impact on, on us with our hormones. Yeah. Yeah. Massively um shampoo is a big one um that um try to find um a, a shampoo that's low in sort of chemicals and more natural ingredients um because literally you know you're washing your hair that is like it's, your, your body your skin soaks up like 60 percent of what it touches so i always i always say to my clients like if you imagine all of the um the cleaning products, the fragrances, the cosmetics, um, and all of those products. If you imagine those as little vials of their chemical um, components, you wouldn't then go along and drink them. That's so you true. Know, you wouldn't put, you wouldn't choose to put them into your system. Um, so there are simple things like that um, that you can do. Um, and another another thing for irregular cycles is the trauma work is big with that. Because um, for your cycle to be irregular, if it's not down to hormones, uh, it, it's normally a lack of safety within the body. Like if your if your body is uh, if your body doesn't feel safe, it won't feel safe enough to have that downtime of the bleed. So working with someone um even just getting some youtube videos of breathwork practices you know you you haven't always got to work with a, a professional there's a lot you can do on on your own um but cultivating a sense of calm within the body is super important for regular menstrual cycles like for regular bleeds 
Oh, I love this, Scarlett. I could talk about this all day. Um, it's just um, and it's just a really good opportunity for, you know, for you to connect, be on the podcast, for people to learn. I think it's just such an important conversation. Um, and I would love to, just for the listener, because I think this is, I always try and talk about this, but it's very, it's, it's so much easier to do with others. Um, and I always mention this, but yeah, probably only about 30% of my clients are actually in the business coach space. Uh, the rest of them are in other services. And this is a perfect example, you know, holistic health and well-being, um, you know, feminine energy is very, it, it's, it's a service, but it's, it's not a stereotypical coach. And I think sometimes people have that expectation. Um, that all my clients are just versions of me, you know, we're all, I just work with <laughs> stages. Um, so I'd love for you to share maybe your experience in one, what, what drew you to work with me and two, what has that experience been like for you? Okay. Well, um, what drew me to working with you several years ago, um, when I first started on um, my own healing journey, um, at some point you come across uh, your money mindset. Now, um, which, it, interestingly enough, is linked to your menstrual cycle because your womb is where you energetically hold stuff. And if that's full of traumas and things, you also then can't hold money. So in clearing out all of the trauma from um, my womb, um, I was then put on the path of um, yeah, money mindset work. And I asked the universe for um, an example of somebody who was using their money for uh, good. And randomly, you popped up on my Instagram sharing about you support children um, with school dinners in Africa yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah and um and I was like oh my god see this is an example of that so uh, that's how I found you um and then stalked you I would say um with all of your free you know your free content um which the amount of value that you provide for free is just insane and I was able to get a lot of my business set up um, just from free stuff that you that you um, shared. Um, like I say, as I was working through the money mindset, I wasn't at a point where I could financially invest. Um, when I then was, um, you were my go-to. I knew that I needed to work with you and that I wanted to work with you. Um, you weren't all... 5 a.m. get up to run a 5k run you know before school um slay 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 and there was just there was this there was this time period I think it was just all, um like 20, 2019 it was um we were going into 2020 or it might have been the start of 2020 and obviously the world was going a bit mad um and every coach or you know business mentor that I looked at it was all about that and obviously that doesn't align with the menstrual cycle um getting up at 5 a.m like the week you're ovulating great you can do it you can smash it the week that you're actually on your bleed no no that that, that is not sustainable um so yeah that's how I found you and why I wanted to work with you your your actual values as well um obviously aligned my, my values aligned like you support women as a whole person not just a business 
not just a businesswoman. Um, you know, it, you recognise that we we've got you know we're mums, we're daughters, we've got caring responsibilities. So you support us in building a business that is sustainable and also as a whole person you know um so yeah you recognize that we're so much more than just a business or just a business a woman trying to have a bit you know having a business and stuff so and has the experience been different than what you expected when you were on the outside and you were like I really want to do this has being in the shift um has it been different to what you expected yes only because my life has shifted so much um i think that when you invest it's not just uh it's not just the actual the money um it's the energetic investment within yourself so in choosing to invest in working with you i I recognise that I created this energetic shift, like this massive up level. Um, and from that, obviously, when I started to work with you, we were, um, I was living in a different house, you know, my um, stuff that wasn't business related was I was going through a massive transition. Um, and now the other side of that transition, I can say wholeheartedly that if I hadn't have had your support through it, so that's an area of my life that's not business. Um, if I hadn't have had your support through that, my business wouldn't have continued. Mm. So I think that whilst I, the actual working with you was everything that I thought it would be and more, um, the only difference is I underestimated how big of a shift that was going to create in my actual personal life mm. um, and a positive shift at that, like such a big up level. Yeah. I love that though as well, because I think that sometimes we do have an idea of oh, compartmentalizing, you know, we compartmentalize our life, but actually, yeah, from this what you've just said that's a perfect example of how one decision does bleed into other areas of your life excuse the pun um <laughs> with, you know with energy and like you said you're just your commitment to yourself and also the thing that I that stuck out for me there is having the support meant that you kept going and I and that's something that is very hard to advertise because it's not it's not the thing you advertise is it but actually that's probably such a powerful intangible for you when you look at these reflections of all the changes that have happened and what you've been able to achieve yeah yeah definitely yeah it's not something that you would um typically as a business coach you know I, I support you through all areas especially if your life you know shit it's the fan um but yeah that was so so yeah whilst that's not something that I suppose you could advertise um it is the, the the biggest thing for me over the last two years was that like my business gosh the things that have happened in my personal life with moving um and and a, a health condition that I've been working through like it would have been so easy to go okay well I'll just stop doing 
my client work and my business work and just put that to one side and then focus on what I've got going on in my life. But the two were so intertwined for that reason that, with, like I say, without the support of you keeping me accountable. And another thing I wanted to mention is that you give the strategy that I needed when I need it. So it's not like a load of um, sales tactics and, and marketing and, and stuff like that when I'm not in a position that, to sell. Um, and it's not, um, you know, a load of vi visibility and Instagram strategies and stuff when actually I'm dealing with something and I haven't, you know, got the mental capacity to be on Instagram. So it's the support that the person needs when they need it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, if you were to talk to someone that hasn't and is thinking about the shift, for example, and they're kind of sitting on the fence, what would you say to them? Do it. Oh, my God. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Make make the um, just just take the chance. Just do it. Um, obviously, it depends where you are in your in, in that person's journey. but. Um, for all stages, um, Sam is the person like to support you, to encourage you, um, your belief um, in in me and and all of us in the shift, um, the cheerleading, like it's definitely um, it's the best investment I could have ever have made in myself. Um, you know, it's up there with like training, actually getting my qualifications as, as an NLP master practitioner. You know, um, you are the, the the you were the right mentor for me, and I know that for all the other ladies in the shift, um, that our success and it's just like in this really easy, natural way. Like I say, it's not it's not 5 a.m. get ups and 5K runs, you know. It, it's what do you need now? How can I support you now? You know, it, it's really, it's not that gentle, though, that there's no accountability because that's the other, the good side of it. Like I say, without the accountability, it would have been like, all oh, right, okay, well, I'll, I'll put that to one side. It's knowing that, you know, uh, Sam's, suggested I do these things um this is what and and how you work it out with us individually um because we're all different in in the shift we're all at different stages of our business but we've also all got different types of business and how you're able to support us all on our individual journeys um I just think it's really inspirational and that would be if there was one word from being in the shift and from being in your world and having your support, it would be inspiration. Like I am inspired to carry on, to do more, to share my message. I'm inspired like, and, and belief. I, I believe because of that inspiration that all of these things are possible. Yeah, they are as well. And I'm so proud of you, the things you've done. Uh, oh, honestly, you. it's been incredible. And I know I'm going to share in the show notes for this episode all of your instagram information so people can if they are ready to download your free cycle tracker which comes with email yeah. um obviously yeah. they reach out to you and find out how you could support them if that's the journey that they're on and they're ready for that um yeah. and you no matter what scholar i'm always going to be here championing you you've done an exceptional job in the last two years and your business has come on leaps and bounds but so is your life so yeah it's been a yeah. pleasure i'm so 
glad that we got to spend this time together so that the world can hear it too. Thank you. Me too. Thank you. <laughs> um, and yeah, is there any other words of wisdom or things that you wanted to share about the work that you do um, that we didn't touch on based on the questions I asked, but you want to share with the listener if you've got any other notes or things that you wanted to mention uh, I just wanted to open that up in case there's any final things that we didn't get to cover that you think would be useful maybe just one when starting out on the healing journey um as a woman regardless of if you've got an issue with your menstrual cycle or not um tracking your cycle and learning about it will vastly improve any healing work that you that you do so um and especially if you have got a symptom or um something to do with your menstrual cycle that you'd like heal you know that you need healing um yeah get the cycle tracker learn about the ways all of the ways in which each phase of your body changes um and all of the different effects that it has um because only you know your experience, but from having all of that data, it's very easy to spot a pattern and find a root cause. Um, so it, it will at least give you, I like to think of it like a map. Um, once, you, once you've tracked your cycle, you've got a map to what you need to heal next. So yeah, cycle okay. tracking is the way. Okay. And um, Scarlett has something that can support you with that. So like I said, I'll put the link in the show notes in terms of cycle tracking support that she gives along with the cycle tracker. So you're not going to be doing it on your own thinking what I'm actually tracking. Um, so yeah, I'll make sure that I put that in there. And thank you so much for coming onto the podcast, Scarlett. It's been a blast. Thank you for having me. <laughs>